If you've had a bad experience, either with a, a clinical episode or you have a lifelong challenge with you know, your bipolar or most seriously schizophrenia, there's got to be a, a whole strategy that deals with the whole person, not just says, we're going to treat your illness. It's about saying, how are we going to get you into the workforce? How are we going to get you attached to something? Because mental illness ten tends to separate you away from people. You tend to kind of feel there's a big wall between you and everybody else. That was Ontario's 21st Premier and interim leader of the Liberal Party of Canada just a few short years ago, Bob Ray, commenting on on mental health. And you know, if he's talking about it, more people in Canada are. Coming up on the podcast, Christine Hillis, a social worker at the Canadian Mental Health Association, spends some time with me in a yoga studio to talk a little about Mental Health Awareness Week, which of course takes place during the first week of May. I'm Adam Roshan, and this is the Respecting the Process podcast. Respecting the process, baby. This particular podcast is with a very close friend of mine. Her name is Christine Hillis, and over the past few years, I've had the pleasure of getting to know her really well. We taught a youth boxing class side by side, and there isn't a social situation I have seen Christine in where she doesn't light up the room. The fascinating fact about Christine is that she has fought through bipolar and the assortment of disorders that come along with to become one of the most positive people I know. She has transformed her experiences into her career and now works towards enlightening others on an otherwise dark topic. This is my good friend Christine Hillis on the Respecting the Process podcast. Mental health affects all of us because it's it's our wellness. So basically, you know, a lot of times we look at physical health because physical ailments are easier to see, but mental health plays such a huge role in our lives. And what a lot of people seem to forget is that mental health affects all of us. You can have good mental health, but you can also have poor mental health. So everybody falls within that spectrum. Sometimes you have worse mental health depending on what's going on with your life. Sometimes you're able to have better mental health. But basically, mental health affects everyone and it affects every aspect of our lives. And to bring more awareness to mental health, the Canadian Mental Health Association has introduced Mental Health Awareness Week. Yep, so it's actually the 63rd annual Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, it's a really great time of year. Um, we roll out a lot of different events and awareness um, opportunities. Uh, one of the things that's really changing right now as well is a lot of the high schools and uh, post-secondary schools have started implementing Mental Health Awareness Week programs at their schools as well. Yeah. So, you know, this week that there, there have been talks in almost every high school about mental health and bringing that awareness up so that people are more aware of not only their mental health, but where to go if they're having issues. What about year-round? I mean, are the same services available? Year-round, there are always these services available. Um, you know, we try and have different outreach and uh, awareness events all year. Uh, Mental Health Awareness Week is just kind of that that push, um, that extra little bit of attention. But usually we do run different events and different speak or speaking events all year. There's always somewhere for, for people to turn, and there's always outreach services in most communities. Now, you work for the Canadian Mental Health Association. Uh, you're a registered social worker. Are we doing enough for mental health here in Canada? 
Uh, I honestly don't think that we are. Um, you know, we're starting to to realize that there are more people being affected by mental health, but I think there's still this idea that it is that person's responsibility mm-hmm. or it is the responsibility of their um, informal support network, so that being their family and friends, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to the government really being involved. Mm-hmm. We look at wait times for mental health and, you know, most people have to wait a year or more to get to actually see a psychiatrist or a long-term counselor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's good that we have crisis and outreach services in the meantime for people, but there needs to be more services because people don't often go and see a psychiatrist or a counselor mm-hmm. when they're feeling mentally well. It's usually when they're at that breaking point and then to turn someone away and say, you know, you need to come back in a year because that's when you can actually talk to somebody is just not okay. You're a registered social worker. Yep. And recently you received your first aid mental health training certificate. Yeah, so it's mental health first aid. Um, It is a part of the Mental Health Commission of Canada. Hmm. Um, So basically the point of that is to hold different... seminars, uh, courses, that kind of thing. It's very similar to physical health first aid, um, but basically it just gives people a little bit of information about all the different uh, mental health disorders Mm -hmm. and how to help somebody when they're in a crisis. So because it's such a broad and unique topic, what did you learn there? what, What was something that surprised you? Um, what I learned there the most was that, um, the different crisis approaches are are very similar. Um, I do find that you know within within my job as well. But I thought it was interesting how they were able to make it available to the average person of just a few steps um, to you know help somebody out in a crisis. Mm-hmm. Now, as as these programs become more developed and there's more awareness put on mental health. Is it something that you see transcending into making people feel a little bit more visible with their own conditions? I think that it's making people more willing to to come out and say that they have a mental illness, but there's still so much stigma attached to it. You know, I work with people every day who have never been able to tell family members, never been able to tell friends. Some people even have a hard time walking through our doors because it's the Canadian Mental Health Association. So I think, you know, we're getting better at talking about mental health, but it's still not comfortable for the average person to to come out and say that they do have a mental illness because there is still a lot of negative feedback, unfortunately. Where does the negative feedback stem from? I think in a lot of ways it's this culture um, that we have. And, you know, it's one of those things where almost every social issue comes back to jokes and language that perpetuate a culture. Mm. So one of the biggest things that I've strived for in my own life and I constantly encourage other people to do is watch some of the terms that they throw around because, you know, if you're sitting down with somebody who has a mental health concern, whether it's, you know, a friend, a family member and you don't realize this and you throw out terms like, oh, they're such a psycho, oh, what a crazy person, oh, look at that person when they're struggling with mental health, Mm -hmm. they're not going to want to come forward. And you might not even realize that you are stigmatizing, but you really are. And I think jokes are a huge part of that because, you know, 
we make these offhand jokes and comments about, you know, crazy people or this, that, and the other, and it does really end up affecting our culture. And you hear that a lot. Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, like, you think about it in your, in your daily life. Like, you know, you get upset with somebody and you say, oh, they're being such a psycho. Yeah. Or even, you know, it's such a common thing for us to label ourselves with mental health disorders, even though we have more of those characteristics rather than a disorder. So, mm-hmm. you know, people, when they're really mixed up and frazzled, they say that they're feeling really schizophrenic. Or, you know, somebody who likes order to something will say that they have OCD. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, I'm really sad right now, so I'm depressed. Yeah. No, those aren't full mental health disorders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just these common things that, that we bring up and we say, and it really, we either stigmatize people or we end up minimizing the struggles that they're going through. Yeah, it's such a tender topic. It's a little bit ironic how, you know, you talk about mental health awareness and really it comes down to us being more aware of the way that we talk about the issue, right? And, and some of I the words so. that we use. Yeah, because fortunately we are having a lot of people you know, out there now talking about mental health and, you know, we have the whole Bell campaign and and it is becoming more in the public's eye, but we do really have to be watching ourselves and, and how we're looking at mental health and maybe even, you know, our own biases on it, right? Because I, I find that a lot of people who have never had to struggle with their mental health before have a hard time grasping yeah. um, how debilitating it can be. Yeah. But you just have to be sensitive and realize that other people deal with issues in other ways. Exactly, yeah. So you say that it happens to everybody. It's uh, an incredibly unique subject. What are ways that we can better our own mental health? The ways that we always look at it as social workers and professionals, we like to use fancy terms, of course. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the things that we uh, label them as are things that we call coping strategies. Okay. Now, you know, there are some more of the coping strategies that are more formal, like different types of therapies and everything. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of coping strategies that are just things that make you feel better. What right? are a few? So there are some different ones like, you know, exercise is fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, doing different breathing types, even just going for a walk, reading a book, watching your favorite movie, spending time with family or friends or like hanging out with your dog. Just it, it, anything. It's so crazy you say that because I've just started yoga within the last like month and a half now. Yeah. And I actually feel more relaxed. Like mm-hmm. I, I can actually sense it about myself. Yeah. And and. One of the uh, unique things, again, about mental health is that everybody has different ways of dealing, right? So it's not one of those things of, oh, you have this mental health problem, Mm -hmm. here's what you do. You basically just just figure out what works for you and what makes you feel good. Yeah, Yeah, that's incredible. What what exactly is a mental health disorder, though? So a mental health disorder, um, that is when your mental health starts making a serious impact in all aspects of your life. So when it gets to the point of you're not able to go to work, um, you're not able to go to school, you're not able to to talk to friends. One of the big things for this year's Mental Health Awareness Week that uh, we've been talking about is that on average 500,000 Canadians every day will call into work because they're feeling mentally unwell. Huh. And people might not talk about this. Wow. But it becomes a disorder when, you know, it goes weeks on end and it's seriously impacting your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the most fascinating thing I find about you is the fact that you work in the field, but you've also dealt with these issues personally. 
Yeah, so I uh, I have been living with bipolar disorder since I was 16, mm-hmm. um, and obviously with that, you know, had the bouts of depression and mania and anxiety, um, and it took a long time for me to even accept that uh, that diagnosis. Yeah. Um, you know, I fought it for for many years, and then it took a long time to be able to speak about it openly. But um, is it still hard to talk about? It's not so hard for me because of the fact that I have become so open about it. Um, I find that most people now who who know me well know that uh, that I have this mental health disorder, and mm. I've had this amazing experience where you know a lot of the people I talk to about it it'll be a close friend and I'll mention it to them and find out that you know they have a mental health disorder and I've known them for years and never even realized this you know so so you start to realize the more you talk about it the more people who um, who have similar experiences to you. Is stress a mental health disorder? Uh, stress affects our mental health, and it c- can um, be a determining factor for a mental health disorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely a risk factor yeah. for, for a lot of mental health disorders. A lot of times we uh, we don't see them become kind of that full-blown disorder or crisis point yeah. um, unless there is some stress as a part of that. I'm intrigued to know what respecting the process means to you. Respecting the process to me... Um, for me, it has a lot to do with self-awareness um, and understanding that, for me, there is no end point. Um, I understand that, you know, where I'm at right now, I'm at a great point in my life, and there's no end point for me where I'm going to feel 100% cured. For me, it's that everyday management that, you know, waking up and and checking in with myself and seeing how I'm doing and and figuring out my life in accordance to you know my mental health disorder and you know understanding that yes it will always be a part of my life but the things that I do in order to to help work with it um, actually give me really good mental health um, and I think a lot of times people get confused thinking that if you have a mental health disorder, you always have poor mental health, mm. and that's untrue. You can't have a mental health disorder and have good mental health. So the process for me is you know, understanding that I need to be aware of how I'm doing and um, you know, alter kind of what I'm doing in terms of, of how I'm feeling. So making sure that I am taking care of myself and doing my own set of coping strategies. And, Keep your heart.